Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix, a regular podcast series from Bendix designed to help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry today. I'm your host, Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for what is the third in a series examining the fleet safety equation. Joining me is Fred Andersky, Director, Customer Solutions Controls at Bendix, who will use this installment to talk about how using the equation can help improve your fleet's safety performance. In the last podcast, we went over the elements of the fleet safety equation as they are described in a white paper on the subject. This time, we're going to apply the equation and look at ways to use it to improve your fleet's safety. Fred, let's start by reviewing the fleet safety equation for our listeners. Okay, that sounds good, Denise. You know, when we talked last time about the fleet safety equation, what the basic idea is revolves around the concept that safety is not an either-or decision. It's an and decision. It's not either driver training or technology. It's really driver training and technology. And those are just two of the variables in the equation. Other things come into play, like the culture at the fleet, the drivers, the maintenance that the fleet is doing, monitoring, as well as technology and uh, training from that perspective. So all these things put together give us this idea of the fleet safety equation. And by taking a look at the fleet safety equation and considering it in their operations, the goal is, or the hope is, that fleets will be able to improve safety by taking a look at what might be missing or where they're doing their spend. Great. So with that in mind, can you give an example of how a fleet can use the equation? Sure, Denise. The first thing a fleet should probably do is take a look at the variables in the fleet safety equation because they can take a look and determine, are they missing something? You know, maybe they've always thought of safety around uh, driver training as an example, and maybe there's other things that they should be considering as well. So if they're spending too much time on one approach or too much resources on one approach, maybe they should balance that out a little bit by spreading some of the resources or spreading some of the time over some of the areas. So for example, too much much driver training, not enough technology, maybe moving some from one to the other might help improve things. And then also, too, the fleet safety equation might be able to help the fleet track its investments that it's making in safety, summing up those actual dollars spent in each area and dividing it by the total fleet revenue would kind of show a fleet their percent of safety investment being made. You know how companies sometimes track R&D expenditures and show, hey, we're spending 5% of our revenue on R&D, well, fleet could use this fleet safety equation along with their revenue to track that kind of information. And guess what? If a lot of fleets are starting to do that, we'll start to see uh, safety improvement as an important part of a fleet selling proposition to uh, suppliers, as well as a good reference for other audiences that might be concerned about what fleets are actually doing to help improve safety. Fred, do you have another example you can share? 
Yes. In fact, this one is kind of interesting uh, from the standpoint that, you know, fleets could use the information in the fleet safety equation and share it with their insurers to show what they're doing in each of those areas to help improve safety at their fleet. This can help an insurer see the value in their approach and may even lead to lower insurance rates. So the ROI on the fleet safety equation might not just come down to reducing accident-related costs and breakdowns. It might also come from insurance rate reductions. And the reason why I mentioned this, Denise, is because at the last couple of shows I've been at, you know, some of the folks who have been most interested in the fleet safety equation paper have been folks who represent insurance companies. So for the fleets listening to this podcast, you might kind of interpret this comment as a little bit of a hint. If the insurers are looking at it, maybe the fleet should be taking a look at it too. So once a fleet has used the equation to determine its safety performance, what steps can it take to improve that performance? That's a great question, Denise. And, you know, this really depends on the individual fleet situation. In general, kind of as we noted earlier, the fleet should take a look at what's missing from the equation in their fleet safety approach and resource it. So if you're not giving your drivers the driver training they need or you're spending too much on incentives, maybe switch some of those resources to get a little bit more focus into those areas that are missing. And also, too, take a look at what issues continue to pester the fleet and address these, again, by resourcing appropriately. If you're spending too much time talking about safety culture and you're still having crashes, maybe you need to bolster the technology and driver training aspects of the equation at your your particular fleet. You know, Denise, you really manage what it is you measure, and the fleet safety equation at its basic iteration is just that, a means to measure what you're doing across the safety spectrum at your fleet and to determine where you may need to do more and, in some cases, maybe where you need to do less. I've been talking to Fred Andersky, Director, Customer Solutions Controls at Bendix. Thanks for your time, Fred. I'm Denise Rondini, and thank you for joining us for Truck Talk with Bendix. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, and discover how Bendix Solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership when you visit knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge d O-C-K.com. And don't forget to look for the next podcast in our series on the fleet safety equation.